The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and leather gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. This week, a dim light in the pines. So you and your friends pile into a car and go out into the woods for one last hurrah. One last adventure together before you all have to go your separate ways when the season finally ends. One last adventure. What could go wrong? We're setting up camp at Lake Clarity, so pull up your sleeping bag and grab a hot dog while they're still warm. And eat quickly. I hear there's bears around. This is Radio Drama Revival. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and greetings from Still the Road. Uh, Jillian and I did make it to D.C., but then we decided to keep going. Greetings from an Airbnb. We're in Maine for a wedding. It is very beautiful, but uh, after this, I'm just going to stay in bed for a full 48 hours without moving, I decided. No more travel, pretty please. But this is the last travel podcast for a while, thank heaven. Welcome to week two of Horror Octorbor, a name which I stole from friend of the show Clint Worthington, a film critic in Chicago whom you can follow on Twitter. He's at Alka Hollywood. Now, last week we began my exposure therapy to horror with Jamie Ridenour and Haley Henninger's Palimpsest, and we continue to ratchet up the spoop with this week's entry, Lake Clarity, created by Pacific Obadiah, Larissa Fleming, and the fine folks at Midnight Disease Productions, who also make Aftershocks and the Enoch Saga. Now, look, I made audio drama when I was in college, and I was pretty proud of it, in fact, but this blows the pants off of that stuff. I'm pretty sure Pacific, Larissa, and Vin are each, like, 10 years old. No, I'm being an asshole. But they are young, and they are exceptional. And what I love about Lake Clarity is how teeny and authentic and crappy these kids are. And I mean crappy in, like, the the loving way. Like, they're all decent kids, but they're all kind of gently shitty to each other in a way that feels very real. I have a lot of hang-ups about the very idea of authenticity because it's fiction, uh, but moreover, even non-fiction is a performance and life itself is a performance. blah 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 blue 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 there's a whole other podcast. The point is, this is a show about five friends who go camping at Lake Clarity in rural Colorado, and what they find there is unexpected. <laughs> Spoop. Uh, let me get out of the way of this thing and introduce this show to you. Here now on Radio Drama Revival, episodes one and two of Lake Clarity. H.P. Lovecraft once said, The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is the fear of the unknown. Seth, are you going to be recording this entire trip? 
You bet your buns I am. I want to be ready to record any discoveries we might stumble upon. I mean, guys, we might be the first people up here in years. It's just an old campground. I doubt there's anything up there beside cobwebs. I don't know, man. I'm with Seth. Anything is possible. Worst comes to worst, I'll just start making up ghost stories. Alrighty, so going around, we have the lovely, the kind, the Brandon. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. The girl with the stick up her butt is Erin. Aw, thanks, asshole. <laughs> Next up is Allie, the meme. You're a meme. And of course, last, but not least in my heart, is my true love, the apple of my eye, Mike. <laughs> what do I do? Just talk into the mic, fool. Hi, guys. Guys, can you pipe down? I'm trying to drive here. Okay, Mom. Don't make me turn this car around. Actually, wait. If we're turning this car around, can we go back to that 7-Eleven? I really need to pee. Really? You just went. What can I say? I drink a lot of water. If Mike's directions are right, then we should almost be there. Guys, I don't know if I can hold it that long. Oh, dear God. Yeah, I'm gonna need that bottle. No, 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 no. Aaron, pull over, quick. Too late, everybody. Dude, are you seriously peeing in my mom's car? Nah, just kidding. I didn't pee in your mom's car. Dude, oh, you're kidding. How am I friends with you? And here we are. Listeners, what we see before us is an extremely dilapidated summer camp. Truly, I wouldn't want to sleep in these cabins. In fact, it looks like one of the boys' cabins collapsed in on itself. Across the clearing, it looks like the girls' cabins are just off the shore of the lake. Hey, Mike? Yeah? We brought tents, right? I don't know about you, but dying in an old summer camp isn't on my to-do list for this week. So who's sleeping where? Well, Allie and I are sharing a tent, and then you three get a tent. Enjoy the guy tent, Seth. I take it back. Suddenly those abandoned cabins seem a lot better. Come on, Aaron, you can't make me room with these... these savages. Don't worry, Seth. I won't let Mike stink the tent up, says the guy who just Dutch-ovened us all on the car ride up. I mean, if you really wanted, you could sleep in the car. By myself? Do you know how cold I'd get? Is anything good enough for you? Yes, a queen-sized bed, warm hot cocoa, and a butler reading me bedtime stories. (laughs) You're such a pansy. Pansy and proud. You're ridiculous. But you love me anyway. So, where are you guys thinking of setting up the tents? I want to sleep next to the totem pole. What? Where's the totem pole? See it over there? Between the flagpole and the big bonfire pit? Ooh! Brandon, wait up! Hey, come back here and help us carry this shit. Nah, man, I'm free like the eagle. Sorry, we're eagles now. Tense up. Yay, progress. Would have been faster if somebody had helped. Seth and I were busy taking a spiritual adventure by becoming eagles, then bears, then hyenas, then sloths. But we did get a chance to explore the camp a bit. Did you know there's a headmaster's cabin behind the mess hall? Yeah, it was all locked up and stuff, but it seemed pretty cool. We should go check it out when it's not nighttime and full of ghosts. But now, we drink. Did you bring anything good? Does it matter? You drink it anyway. Fight me. What am I about to pour down my throat? Happiness. Depression. What? Friendship. Oh, God. Here's to our final summer together. You guys have been such great friends for the last four years, and hopefully we'll remain great friends for the rest of our lives. To a lifetime of friendship. Oh, that was god-awful. Was that your first beer, buddy? Keep drinking. I will, but first, it's story time. 
Founded in 1961, Camp Clarity was intended as a co-ed multi-purpose summer camp. It had various activities such as rowing, hiking, candle making, teepee construction, and team obstacle courses. Though after four years of operation, Camp Clarity was closed due to water contamination from a nearby mine. After the nearby mine closed in 1973, the United States Forest Service purchased the property to establish it as a ranger station. This too resulted as a failure and the campgrounds were left abandoned. In 2009, a local Colorado writer published a collection of short stories, one of which was about a fictitious curse that surrounded the land that the summer camp was built on. To this day, it remains abandoned and no action has been set forward to tear it down. Great story. Now drink! You're really not letting me get out of this, are you? I'll make an alcoholic out of you yet. Dude, I wonder where the mines are. We could totally sneak in. I don't know if that's... Come on, man. Didn't you say the reason you're recording this was to document all the cool adventures we'd go on? Yeah, you're right. Anything for the listeners. I just don't want to be the first one in. So it's, uh, 2.42 a.m. and everyone is asleep. And I swore I heard something outside. So I'm going to go check it out. What's going on? False alarm. No monsters here, just a deer. Wow, it's nice out here. Maybe I should get out more often. Day two of our wonderful adventure at Camp Clarity. Guys? Guys, where's the breakfast? Seth, hurry. Come over here. I just got a huge fish. Okay, just a sec. Wait, where is everyone else? Hey, would you um, hand me the recorder? Uh, sure, why? <laughs> um, no reason. <laughs> oh my god, you mother licker! <laughs> you alright? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely awake now. Go back to sleep. Okay, now that I am dry and everyone is fed, it's time for our first adventure. All right, Brandon, what's up? The sky. I mean, what are we about to do? Continue participating in our mostly meaningless lives and making choices that have no real effect on the world. All right. Aaron, tell us what we're about to do. Uh... Come on, this isn't a calc quiz. Let's try that one more time. Allie, what are we doing, please? We're entering the mess hall. Like, literally right now. Damn, this place is deserted. Don't you mean dessert, Ed? <laughs> We're going to dessert you if you make a shitty pun like that again. <laughs> After we explored the mysteries of the mess hall, we moved on to the bunk rooms. Most of them were empty, save for the frames of bunk beds. We avoided the boys' cabins that had a caved-in roof, but it looked like a bunch of plants had started growing from the floorboard, so Allie took some artsy photos. Next up is what I've been looking forward to the most, the Headmaster's Cabin. Only problem is... It's locked. After much painstaking labor, we were unable to break into the Headmaster's Cabin until... Until we found the unlocked tool shed. All thanks to Allie. Of course, there wasn't any keys lying around, but Allie found a, uh, a... A crowbar. Yeah, a crowbar. If we're breaking in anyway, why don't we just use a rock? Please. We're classier than a rock. Come on, let's open this thing up. I want to test out my new crowbar. Oh, your crowbar, huh? All right, five, 
four, three. Voila, doors open. Whoa, it's so vintage. Oh, snap, check out this bed. Hey, Seth, come check out this desk. What's up? There's a bunch of old newspaper clippings here. Grand opening, best camp. Hero counselor saves drowning camper. Oh, damn. This one is about a missing kid. What? Which one? This one. Tuesday, July 25th, 1972. Joseph, age 9, went missing the night before Camp Clarity's program was set to end. The rest of the children have been brought back into town, and the U.S. Forest Rangers have already begun searching the nearby woods. This one here says the kid was found, or I guess his body was found? They think he died of exposure, but the article says foul play might have been involved. Whoa, check out this old map! Seth, you'll probably want to see this. Let's see. It looks like a detailed map of the campgrounds and the surrounding areas. What's this? Oh, that's the mine! See? It's just down the trail. Now we have to go. Wait, isn't that where they found the body? Depressing news clips aside, the old map was cool and all, but the coolest thing we found was, drum roll please, an old cassette tape recorder with some blank cassettes. Approximately five hours worth of tape. Let me talk about the map! Okay, okay, sorry. So, on the map there's a bunch of hand-drawn symbols marking the nearby landmarks. There's an old mine and a ranger tower. There's also some highlighted trails, which just so happens that one of the trails go right past the abandoned mine. So we're going to hike a... Overlook Trail! The map is old, so I'm sure the path is mostly overgrown, but we should still be able to find it. I think it connects right to the campground. So, it's lunchtime. Typically, this would be an exciting part of any day, but it turns out that Brandon and Mike only brought hot dogs and white bread. So it looks like some responsible shoppers will have to take the 45-minute trip down to town tomorrow to buy some real food. (sighs) All right. Do we have everything? Flashlights, ropes, good shoes, carabiner, granola bars, flares, and a sense of adventure? We have flashlights, good shoes, and granola bars. I have a knife. I have one, too. I have my crowbar. And we probably won't need rope. It's a mine, not a cave. Caves and mine shafts are basically the same thing. Technically, mines are man-made caves, but sometimes they branch into or out from naturally forming caves. Does everyone have a sense of adventure? Uh, not me. Oh, and also, I was going to save these for the final night, but I think they might be more useful now. You brought glow sticks? Man, I love glow sticks! Yeah, want a few? Yes, please! Oh, can I do it? Sure. So, a few miles into our hike, and we found a side trail that leads up into the mine. So we followed it, and we have officially found the New Horizons Mining Company mine. Um, what else? Describe what it looks like. Okay, so the entrance is all boarded off, and there's caution tape crisscrossing the boards. Looks like a job for Mr. Sanchez the crowbar. Uh, here, Seth. For the record, I am against this idea. Aw, Seth. You're gonna come down with us, right? Yes. boy. All done. Wow, how utterly dark and terrifying it is down here. Aaron, you like spiders, right? Shut up. So, who wants to go first? Nose goes. Damn it. 
Just think of it like this. If you set off a booby trap, then you'll die saving all of us. Aw, just what I always dreamed of. Do you guys think there are any dead bodies down there? Ooh, maybe. You know what there is a lot of? What? Spiders. I really hate you guys. So, we're about 20 minutes into the mine. The air is cold and musty, and smells like dirt. So far, we've encountered a handful of spiders, but there's nothing Aaron screaming and flailing couldn't take care of. With all the flailing Aaron tripped, I was hoping she'd set off a booby trap, but it turns out it was just a rock. But then she fell onto some old boards, and they broke. Yeah, thanks for all the help, assholes. Love you, Aaron. So, anyway, the boards broke, and it turns out they were blocking a side passage. Honestly, I think we'd have all walked right past it if it wasn't for Aaron. So here we go. The slope is pretty steep, guys. Be careful. Yeah, we don't want Aaron tripping again. Seriously, you guys are the worst. I- is that a light? So I'm not the only one seeing it? No, that's definitely a cage light. And there's a green metal door? Kind of looks like an old army bunker. So are we going to open it or what? Yeah, man, let's do this. Allie, crowbar, please. Yeah, sure. Guys, I don't know if a crowbar is going to help you. It's a metal door. So what should we do then? Say, open sesame, abracadabra, um... Kalatu, barata, niktu. Why not knock? Well, now what? Whoa, I didn't do that. It's an old door. It was probably just the metal unbending from... Okay, so I'm leaving. Yeah, man, me too. This place doesn't sit right with me. Allie, Mike, I'll stay here if you two do. I don't know, man. I'll do all the knocking. Fine. Mike? Do you even need to ask? See? Just a fluke, right? Okay, okay, that doesn't mean anything, right? Like I said, probably just the metal unbending. It has to be. Are you sure about that? I don't know if it's a coincidence. What if it's someone who needs help? Well, considering this place has been abandoned for upwards of 40 years, I wouldn't count on it. What if it's an animal trying to get out? Like a bear or something? I doubt that. We have emerged. The smell of fresh air. About time. Brandon and I were just about to leave. Yeah, sorry. Things got weird down there. What happened? You all good? Yeah, nothing bad, just a coincidence, I think. Did you guys explore any more of the cave? We went a little deeper into the cave, past the turn. It's caved in, so it looks like we've explored as much as we can. We should head back to camp before it gets dark. We decided we'd all take a week-long trip up to Lake Clarity to celebrate our last summer together. Mike, Allie, Aaron, and Brandon have been my best friends since freshman year, and in a few short months we were all heading our separate ways for college. I was planning on staying in Denver, but everyone else was flying far away. I host a podcast and thought it would be fun to bring some spooky content to my project and maybe capture some memories in the process. The camp was old, and truthfully, I didn't think we'd find anything at all, aside from maybe some old Boy Scout stickers, but I was hopeful. 
Lake Clarity is one of those places that only exists in horror stories. It's like Crystal Lake. We thought it was just an old summer camp that went out of business and never got torn down. We had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Now please take me back to camp. You have no idea what's going on up there. The things we've seen. Seth, you need to tell us what happened to your friends. You heard the voices of Bear Omenson as Seth, Vin Ernst as Aaron, James Brunt as Brandon, Maddie Moore as Allie, Jacob Thorne as Mike, and Kristen Van Etten as Ranger Joan. Written and directed by Pacific Obadiah and Larissa Fleming, and edited by Pacific Obadiah, with help from Maddie Moore. Our music is provided by Its Teeth. You can find them on Spotify or Bandcamp. This show was brought to you by Midnight Disease Productions, with help from Met Media and Freesound, where we've acquired most of our sound effects. For a full list of proper attributions and credits, please visit mymetmedia.com. There, you can also find additional information about the show, as well as any extras and behind-the-scenes content that we've been producing. you guys explore any more of the cave? We went a little deeper into the cave, past the turn. It's caved in, so it looks like we've explored as much as we can. We should head back to camp before it gets dark. Yeah, I just want to get the hell out of here. That cave is creepy. You guys are a bunch of babies. <laughs> At least we're not dead babies. Good one! Uh, guys, I thought we agreed no more dead baby jokes. Yeah, guys. Says the culprit who started the dead baby jokes. Hey, I didn't start the trend. I just embraced it. Okay, well, I'm finishing the trend. No more dead baby jokes. Listeners, you're witnessing the end of a golden era. We got back to camp from our hike just a little while ago, and I've been messing around with the old recorder, and it's completely functional. The mic's not half bad for its time either, but the playback is a little scratchy and muted, but it could be really fun to use for the rest of our adventures. And while this nerd was tweaking with the old recorder... I was planning our kick-ass morning hike for tomorrow. Hot dogs are ready. Ugh. Listeners, we made it. Wow, this view. I know, right? I wouldn't mind staying here all day. Yes, please. Let's never move from this location. I don't want to ever have to take that horrible trail ever again. My shins are on fire. That's the spirit, buddy. Oh, God. Tell me you brought the food bars. Uh, food bars? Granola bars or whatever. I don't care. Just feed me. Do you want blueberry or uh, lemon zest? Blueberry? Lemon zest? What? Where's the chocolate chips? The caramel drizzle? Oh, dude, these are way healthier for you. Hey, guys, come here. You gotta check this out. Just give me a minute to eat this. Blueberry granola bar and be miserable. Seth, man, you should really check this out. Mike, you too. Fine. Whoa, you're right. This view is almost worth the last hour of agony. What did you want us to see? See that down there? The little clearing in the trees at the base of the peak? I don't think so. Where? Oh. 
Listeners, Brandon here. Say hi, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Good enough. Brandon has pointed out a small concrete structure in the middle of a clearing at the base of the peak on which we stand currently. It's hard to make it out from up here, but it looks like there is a chain link fence around the concrete structure. So what do you think? Should we go down there? Then we can see what we can break into. Can you break into a place that's abandoned? Seth, are we going to go down there? My shins be damned, it's worth it. Let's do this. You're not finishing your granola bar? Yuck, I have a bag of Lay's waiting back at camp for me. Greasy, salty, fattening Lay's. We're lost. We're not lost. Where are we then, Mike? Hey guys, I think we've made it back onto Overlook Trail. Okay, maybe we're not lost. Told you, we're actually really close to camp. Maybe we should just go back to camp then. I'm starving. I'm with Brandon. We should get some food and then we could try to go back to the concrete structure after lunch. I don't know how we missed it, but I could really go for those potato chips right about now. Fine, but we are going back after lunch. Finally back at camp and it's time for lunch. Today it's hot dogs, which just so happens to be what we're having for dinner for the next three days. And my chips are all gone. Okay, that's it. Aaron, let's go down to town. I can't eat another hot dog. Finally! So, Seth left his mic up here, and I decided I'd fill everyone in on the situation. Obviously, Brandon and I bought hot dogs because they're easy to cook and filling, but no, that's not good enough for us. Brandon and I decided we'd plan out our next hike so we'd be sure not to miss that thing we saw on the last hike. It turns out there's a fork in the trail that goes right past the spot that we saw that concrete structure. So, I think after we have some real food, we're going to hike back over. But here's the thing. The first half of the trail is the same one we took this morning, which Seth hated. (laughs) This will be perfect. (laughs) Hey there. How y'all doing this afternoon? Um, uh, we're doing pretty good. Just relaxing before we take a hike. We're just waiting for a couple of our friends to get back in town for some grocery shopping. I see you've made camp here. Are you from around these parts? You don't look too familiar. Actually, we're from the Denver area. We came up to celebrate our graduation. Well, that's nice. Have you ever been up here before? No, our friend had read about this place and recommended we come up here. You read about it? Yeah, some author named Don Parker or something like that. I see. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but this area is restricted. Actually, we thought this was owned by the United States Forest Service. It is, but the area is off limits. Closed down for the season. We've been seeing an influx of bear activity in the area and would like to keep the public safe. I'm going to have to ask you to all leave the premises. Ma'am, we just got here. We didn't mean any trouble. Yeah, we'll get out of here right away, sir. I I mean, ma'am. Well, as soon as our friends get back. That'll be just fine. There's an approved campsite just 23 miles east of here. Sure, that shouldn't be a problem. All right, well, I'll be back tonight to see that you and your friends have left. Be careful out here. Goodbye! Man, that's crazy. I haven't seen any bears. I guess we should start packing. This sucks. What about the hike? 
That's bogus. We are going on this hike. We haven't seen any bears out here. We'll be fine. Seth and Aaron aren't going to want to stick around if they hear about bears. Which is why we aren't going to tell them. Look, we'll go on the hike after lunch, come back, and then pack up camp. It'll take like 20 minutes and then we'll be gone before the ranger comes back. It'll be fine. Yeah, I guess that'll be alright. I don't know, Mike. We'll be fine. We haven't seen any bears, and even if we did, we're a force to be reckoned with. We have the crowbar and knives. I guess. And Aaron has some bear mace, too. And we didn't see any bears yesterday or last night. It's settled, then. We won't tell Aaron or Seth till after the hike, and then we'll get out of here before the ranger comes back to check in so we don't get any trouble. Now, you guys want to go for a swim? I'm down. I'm good. I'll wait till Aaron and Seth get back. We're back! Hey, Allie, do you have my mic? Uh, I think Mike took it. Why'd you give it to him? I don't know, I just thought he wanted to, like, say hi on it or something. It's fine, just, did he turn it off? I really don't know, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, here it is. But I really don't know how to see... Here, I'll take that. Jesus, you guys almost drained the entire battery. That's all I had for this weekend. Now we won't have it for the hike, and now I'll have to go into town and charge it tomorrow. Dang it! What's up? Mike drained my entire battery. Well, do you have a char- Well, thanks to Aaron, I got to charge the mic up to full capacity with a car charger, and now we get to continue on our audio adventure. I guess Mike has another route planned for the return hike, and he wants us to go now. I was hoping to relax after this morning, but Allie and Brandon are a bit anxious to get going, too. This should be exciting. Wait. These aches. These pains. They feel familiar. I thought you said we were taking a different route. This is the same path we went up this morning. What? No. Yes, it is. There's that gosh darn tree with the pink ribbon. Allie took a photo of it this morning. (laughs) Man, this low altitude must be getting to your head. Do you need some gosh darn water? I'm not some Californian mom landing in Colorado for the first time. We passed this tree. Mike, I thought we were taking a different route back to the structure. I said no such thing. You're the worst. This is the hardest hike in the area. I think you enjoy seeing us suffer. Or maybe Mike is taking us deep into the woods so he can kill us. Nah, he's probably just trying to find some bears so he can watch them shower. Are we talking about Mike's obsession with bears? I'm not obsessed. I did one paper on them once, and I said they were smart animals. You also said that they showered, and that you always wanted to see a bear shower. What? I never said that. Uh, Yes, you did. I did not. How would you know? We were in Connolly's class together. I didn't say I wanted to watch a bear shower. Okay, but actually, how close are we? Closer than we were five minutes ago. I hate you so much right now. Listeners, we're standing outside the concrete structure we saw earlier today. There's a few meters of grass. Meters? Seriously, man. What a stupid form of measurement. Sorry, feet of grass between the structure and the rusted chain-link fence that surrounds it. The concrete structure itself is maybe a few square feet around, rounded on top, 
with an old green metal door. That looks a lot like the one in the mine. You're kind of right. Different shape, but same color. The structure is maybe six feet tall and about four feet wide. Oh, and there are yellow signs all over the fence saying it's electric. So Mike, being the smart guy he is, has decided to take it upon himself to test this. Thus far, he has already thrown a stick at the fence, and we witnessed no explosion of sparks. So we move on to test two. Mike is going to touch the fence. Mike! (laughs) Gotcha. You dick! So, are we climbing over it, or... Well, there's a door over there. I'm sure that must be locked. Looks unlocked to me. Okay, fine. The old rusted fence wasn't locked, but surely this bunker is. There's no way someone leaves an unlocked bunker out here. Honestly, chances are this is some old abandoned military installation, in which case it's most definitely locked. I don't know, man. There's a big handle there. How about this? I bet you ten bucks it's unlocked. Oh, you're on. Oh, you've got to be joking. Pay up! Check this out. Looks like there's a ladder that goes down. Who wants to go first? Mike, this is up your alley. Sure. Anyone got a flashlight? You didn't bring your own? I've got the small little dinky one. You can borrow my lighter. Alec, give me yours. What? My lighter's not good enough for you? Oh, what is this, a 70s concert? What do you think is down there? If I had to guess, I'd say it's probably a Titan missile station. What's a Titan missile station? During the Cold War, the U.S. built a bunch of secret underground bunkers to launch missiles from, just in case the Russians ever attacked us. Oh yeah, aren't there a bunch of them in Colorado? Yeah, but they're all abandoned. They were too expensive to maintain, so the government shut them all down. Well, props to you, Mike. I am thoroughly surprised. I didn't think we'd make it out here. I thought you'd like it. How long is the climb? I don't know, two, maybe three stories. Shouldn't be too bad. Ugh. So, Aaron, since I am risking my life and scouting ahead, will you please give me your light? You planned this trip. You should have been prepared. Prepared? Don't talk to me about being prepared. You were the Girl Scout. Um, being prepared is the Boy Scout's motto, you idiot. Quit it, you two. I could really use some light. Could you guys at least shine the flashlights down this direction? Fine. How's that? That's better. Thanks, ladies. See anything interesting down there, Mike? Why don't you come see for yourself, cowboy? Well, does everything look safe? I'm fine, if that's what you're asking. But seriously, I still can't see the bottom. You guys should probably start following down with the lights if you want me to see anything. Come on, Seth. All right, here I come. I'll take the end. Aaron and Allie, you go ahead. Because of the dark? Yeah. Hey, Mike, how we looking down there? Mike? Mike, this isn't funny. Guys, what should we do? Guys! Ah! Shit! Whoa, what's your deal? You scared the piss out of me! You asshole! Sorry. But you won't believe how crazy everything looks down here. Wow. Hey guys, can you keep the lights pointed in this direction? I'm kind of freaking out right now. Oh yeah. Sorry, Brandon. You're doing great, buddy. But seriously, guys, do you think there might be a light switch down here? I'm not feeling so great. Actually, man, now that you mention it, I did just see one of those big power levers. Come on, Mike, you're stealing all my thunder. How am I supposed to be a cool adventurer if you keep finding everything? 
It's right here. Hey, give me my flashlight back. <laughs> Loser. Whoa. Can I pull it? <sighs> I think it's jammed. Step aside. Let the professional handle it. The professional what? Lever puller? I'm sure all of us together could get it down. All right, maybe Sasha stand over here. Yeah, okay. just yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. Um, hurry, hurry. I'm cramping. Right. I'm cramping. I'm cramping. Right. 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 Okay. You're going to pull it now? Why are your hands so sweaty? Uh, all right. All right. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a jip. Yeah, that was anticlimactic. I bet that's what she said. Should we try turning it on and off again? It's not a computer, it's... A, a facility-wide military generator. Well, yeah, but... Okay, this place is actually creepier with the lights on. Hey, where's Allie? Oh, crap. Who saw her last? She had a flashlight. I thought I saw her go out through that door. You don't think that... Guys, you gotta check this out! What'd you find? Just, just come! Do I have to? Would you rather stay here, in the dark, by yourself? Good point. It's just the room across the hall. Are you pansies gonna go back up to the surface and leave all us exploring for Seth, Allie, and me? Seth, Allie, and I. Whatever. Are you guys gonna leave us like you did at the caves? Oddly enough, I actually feel safer in here than I did in those caves. Yeah, I'm sure you're used to dark, dingy places. And what's that supposed to mean? Sorry, what's that? I can't hear you. I'm having fun exploring. Wait up, I don't have a flashlight. You guys coming? I mean, why not? We already broke into a top-secret facility. I don't think they monitor these places. All the old Titan missile silos are off-limits, but no one really cares. If we get caught and go to jail, I'm blaming you. They wouldn't send us to jail. They'd exile us. Duh. Oh, because that's so much better. I wouldn't mind going to Cuba. Come on, hurry up! What is this place? Call me crazy, but this doesn't seem like a missile launch site at all. Allie Cat, where you at? Allie? Jesus! Oh my gosh! Shit! Gotcha! Did you really have to do that, Allie? I already get it enough from these guys. That, that was a good one, I have to admit. You know, this kind of reminds me of one of those asylum observatory rooms. Aw, oh, man, don't say that. I'm the one standing in the padded room. Hey, uh, Allie, not to make things worse, but... Is that blood on the wall behind you? And it looks like whatever was on your side was trying to get out. See the cracks in the glass? Cracks? What do you mean, blood? I... Oh, shit. I'm coming back to you guys. Ew, 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 ew. Jesus, finally, I do not want to go back in there. I'd be more worried about whatever was trying to get out. What do you mean? Well, something left giant fist-shaped cracks in the glass. I doubt it was you. See? Holy shit. Allie, calm down. Mike's just making up nonsense. Uh, I don't know. Man, I didn't realize how trash this place was. You don't think any of these computers work, do you? I mean, if the generator worked, I'm guessing the computers would too. Unless they're rusted, CRTs were notorious for decaying over time. Nothing on these ones. What about you? Wait, I think maybe... Nope, nothing over here either. Maybe the papers say something? 
There are a lot of papers. Maybe try looking for any manila envelopes that say top secret on them? This isn't a spy movie. People don't do that. Found one. Wait, really? You're joking. Yeah, I'm joking. I just wanted to get Seth's hopes up. You're cruel. Jeez, it's dusty down here. So what now? We go back up? You heard the voices of Bear Omenson as Seth, Ben Ernst as Aaron, James Brunt as Brandon, Maddie Moore as Allie, Jacob Thorne as Mike, and Kristen Van Etten as Ranger Joan. Written and directed by Pacific Obadiah and Larissa Fleming. And edited by Pacific Obadiah, with help from Maddie Moore. Our music is provided by It's Teeth. You can find them on Spotify or Bandcamp. This show was brought to you by Midnight Disease Productions, with help from Met Media and Freesound, where we've acquired most of our sound effects. For a full list of proper attributions and credits, please visit mymetmedia.com. There, you can also find additional information about the show, as well as any extras and behind-the-scenes content that we've been producing. If you want to support the fine work that these woodland creatures do, head on over to patreon.com slash midnightdisease and drop a penny in the till. We've got a Patreon, too. Patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. I'm exhausted and I've been switching modes between traveling and working all day, so I'm going to keep this one brief, but we'll be back to more regular episodes and end-of-episode goofs when I return to D.C. But for now, the credits. Our theme music is Danger Digi-Doo by DJ Stranger Danger. You can find his music on SoundCloud. Our line producer is Matthew Boudreaux. Our interviews producer is Eli McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. Our researchers are Heather Cohen and Monique Boudreau. Our social media manager is James Oliva. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhalge. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and this has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers welcome. You couldn't hear it, but I was doing a dance. I was doing a dance. Doing my intro dance. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and leather gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and leather gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease.